What is up, everybody? Welcome to Geek Scott Game, the Geekiverse is all video game podcast. Here with a, a bunch of jabronis here today. I'm Josiah Leroy. What? what? That's right. You, 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 you number one, you. No, you were the biggest. You're the number you're the one, one. Never. I'm number four. To my right, okay. TK421, Tom's second podcast in a week. How about that? How you doing, Tom? Doing well. Good, good. Across from me, my right-hand man who's sitting across from me, so he's not at my right hand, no. Jeff Pavlock. Yo. Hair's looking good. Thank you, buddy. I'm going to touch on it every podcast. Not Get physically touch I'm it. Gonna t- I'm gonna physically touch it. <laughs> he touched it. I uh, I did. That's uh, that lettuce Run is grown in fingers nice. through this lettuce. Oh yeah. Oh, he's doing like he's doing some real Michael J. Fox action with running the fingers through his hair. I'm getting. Whew, excuse me. In a moment. Anyway, <laughs> so is I it left. my turn. Uh, Cap Americanski himself. Hello, greetings, everybody. Thank you for joining us on another thrilling episode. Another thrilling episode is right. Uh-huh. So new monthly format here. We're gonna change things up a little bit. Um, and I promise we're going to do our best to be consistent for once, which is, you, you know, tell, you ma- maybe this. you don't want that, but I would like that. So uh, never mind Lindy Ruff barking upstairs. Anyway, yeah. uh, lots to get to. But first off, what is everybody playing right now? What have you played lately? What's in your system? Tom? Uh, so I have been jumping on and off of Injustice 2. Uh, yeah. They finally, oh, I need to get back to that. Yep, they oh. finally released the final DLC pack. Which included the Ninja Turtles. Right. Which I was, is oh fantastic. That, was really cool. that is awesome. such a it's cool addition. And you can play each one individually. So what they do is they have one character slot for it, so uh, it's one character, but mm-hmm. they each have their own like weapon equipment that you can equip for it. Yeah. So as soon as you change their weapon, you're that other character. Oh, so gosh. but it's been great. It's been fun. I can't but believe they, they did that. I'm so thrilled. Yeah, so Darkseid, Red Hood, Sub Zero, Starfire, Black Manta, Raiden, Hellboy. Also yes. very cool. Yeah. Uh, Adam was a surprise. He was very not a surprise. We knew he was coming, but his surprisingly good. Let's yeah, put it that oh, way. Okay. Um, Enchantress, who mm-hmm. eh, I'm not. Eh. Yeah. Enchantress, too, yeah. So I saw it coming. Cool. Um, and yeah. the turtles. So, but that's been good. And then I bought Dynasty Warriors too. I have a review coming out on that mm. tomorrow. Yeah. Soon. Uh, so si- same day as people are listening to this. Okay. So <laughs> it'll be today for so everyone by the time listening. You're, you're <laughs> this, you'll be able to, to read that. It's second Warriors podcast, 9. everyone. Second podcast. Yes. Dynasty Warriors Nine. Yes. He meant uh, Dynasty Warriors in addition to gotcha. Injustice. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- th- they're actually in the same game. No, separate, separate games. Sorry. No, you went all the way back to the what was it, 2000 when the second one came out? Dynasty second Warriors one. Two. Ooh, like literally, like Dynasty guy. Warriors Number Two. I think oh, that's I going like all the way back. I just I remember when I worked at GameStop. Uh, Dynasty Warriors, I think it was seven, came out for Vita. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was intrigued. It was oh. a launch title, so oh. I, I never got around to playing it. But mm. uh, you thought it was middle of the road. I, I thought it spoiled the review. No, I thought mm. it was good. It was good uh, addition to the series. I liked the direction that they're going because now it's very open world, very uh, craftable item. They're kind of like getting with the times. I see. Finally, well, put that's it that good. way. That's very good. Yeah. Um, the only con was that the graphics were terrible. <laughs> but <laughs> done something that know. Seth and I cannot do, and he scored Which a game below a seven. I did. <laughs> what? I did. <laughs> you and I. I said you and I. <laughs> yeah, we're in the same boat. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I mean you're right. I <laughs> it was it was tough. It was tough. Have a heart. I, I, I like the series. People worked on that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I'm pushing them to do more. I'm not gonna put up with this anymore. No. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I like it. You're a real journalist, yeah. Tom. <laughs> you know, Injustice Two. Uh, n- not to divert too much, but uh, them getting those all these miscellaneous comic book licenses, and it's been rumored for a while that supposedly NetherRealm has a, a license for Spawn that they may or may not use. In that was DLC. rumored character as well. It, yeah. it makes me wonder if uh, possibly they're building to like instead of doing a Mortal Kombat next, they're going to do like just a huge comic book mashup game. They'll have like because Warner Brothers DC, 
They could do like IDW properties, Dark Horse properties, basically everything except Marvel. Wouldn't that be great? It's like Super Smash Brothers, but with comic book characters. Well, I was thinking, yeah, uh, yeah, nice. Even nice, with nice. just like the the Turtles universe alone, I feel like they have enough characters to do it. There's plenty I in mean, the Turtles. Oh yeah, especially with their villains. I Absolutely. Mean, Rocksteady, Shredder, Bebop, Shredder, Casey um, Jones. Uh, Yusaki, there's a lot Ujimbo. they could do. Yeah, so there's uh, a lot of Ujimbo, yeah. yeah, it goes on and, and on. Same with not so much with Hellboy, but if they'd like a Hellboy spawn, I mean, like there's enough characters in that universe, that, yeah. like you said, where you can do yeah. that. Yeah, but so. I wonder if they like if they're able to get all these miscellaneous licenses, it would be really great to see them do this huge mashup. That'd be cool. But anyway, it's funny though yeah. too how like it released like with the movies that were coming out, like because they, they, we know Hellboy's coming out, we know we, yeah. just, we just had Suicide Squad, so it's yeah. kind of interesting how they like Turtles planned is kind of random because there's nothing happening with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's still cool. Well, they they have the Batman comics with Turtles. Oh, okay. I don't know how old that is now. Oh, that's right. But yeah. that's the crossover that they did. That's so. right. It's cool. Pavlik, what are you playing? I, uh, I had a niche for some more Zelda, but I wanted to go back to old school Zelda. Well, it's really not old school anymore, or kind of is. Skyward Sword. Uh, it's a little bit further back than that. I, uh, I'm finally playing Wind Waker HD. So oh, I got, cool. finally booted up the Wii U for the first time <laughs> in forever. <laughs> Maybe um, a year you still almost. have one. Yeah. God bless you. Um, <laughs> I mean, I... I played that one. Uh, sorry, when Windmaker first came out, all the way back in 2003. Um, so to replay it now with, uh, it, you know, I'm usually averse to HD re-releases, but in this case, this was one where it was actually justified because God, the game is gorgeous. They cleaned mm-hmm. up the visuals so much in that, and it just looks fantastic. I, I always think that the 3D Zeldas look beautiful, but this one is just drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. I like them when they're true. HD remasters, not so much just uprising. Right, and this was one where they, I mean, they actually did some serious work to the visuals as a whole. They added uh, entirely new effects to the sky, um, to the water, on the ocean, uh, all kinds of new lighting effects. It's it's a beautiful game. The Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy is like the uh, go-to for me in terms of setting the bar for the expectations for those remakes now. Yeah, because if the games are as old as that, you kind of have to just remake all the you, assets. Yeah, you have yeah. to to make it worthwhile. But like that, that's a good, uh, I guess, example for me. Mm-hmm. Anything else you're playing currently? Nope, just running through that. <laughs> uh, Seth, what are you playing? Well, on the on the note of these uh, rebuilt uh, remasters and so on, Shadow of the Colossus, yeah, yep. which is beautiful, wonderful. Um, it's you know I've was super positive on Last Guardian, so the Team Ico games are, yep. are close to my heart. I think they're such a fantastic example of storytelling through uh, th- through through the the actual uh, interactivity of the video game in an ar- artistic and interesting way. So I'm playing that, and that's w- wonderful. It's, g- it's an incredible remaster. They kind of had to rebuild everything with that, too, but Bluepoint did that, and Bluepoint is uh, fantastic yeah. in their track record for remasters. So I'm playing that, and um, I've been revisiting some sort of old stuff and some super old stuff um have you guys ever played Resogun on PS4 yeah yes like, I, so I, I one of the first ones I played yeah it was like yeah it was it may have been it was one of the games. one of their free uh, first free PS plus games that's yeah why. yeah and uh yeah that that's why I have it and I've always played it here and there but I wanted to get deeper into it uh so I've been replaying that trying to get kind of master each level and save all the humans in it and uh, all that stuff so that's been going well and since that game is sort of like a remake of Defender, I bought Defender for my Atari 2600. <laughs> so I went back to the original, uh, you know, example of that formula, and I've been playing that as well. So that's been great. So I got, I still got my Atari. I, I dug it out and playing that. And I, I, I was also playing Super Breakout. Um, you know, Breakout because I actually have the paddle, like the swivel paddle controllers for that, which is an incredible way to, you know, that's to play that. Game. It's, it, those are games that never. 
Those are good. for those who are talking about Nate. Nate Pit, Pitfall. No, 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 man. Pit, Pitfall was my jam stuff. from yeah. Atari. Those are those are games that uh, are still they're old, but they're still very much playable, and they're not dated. Uh, so they're they're still you know super accessible and fun to go back and play. So that's what I've been playing lately. All that stuff runs the gamut. Uh, I have Powerful been stuff. playing Assassin's Creed Origins, or as I kind of told Tom, to trying to make my way through it. Uh, it's just a little bit of a grind at this point. I, they've, yeah. they've tried Stardle. some new RPG stuff with the the gameplay and actual like fighting mechanics that are different, Sorry. and they're um, I don't know. I think <laughs> what <laughs> I think they're you'll uh, still be the one remembered. I'm afraid. just saying, <laughs> someone here just fidgeted with the mic. Incident- <laughs> incidentally, adjusting and just putting it in your mouth and breaking it off with your teeth. Incidentally, exactly what you did. Who chided me <laughs> for fidgeting with the mic earlier? Well, then you chide right back. Chide on. Oh, no, but, uh, so, or, <laughs> so origins. Assassin's Creed origins. Chide on with your rundown. I'm will not. You? Uh, I'm not a huge fan of it. They do a lot of <gasps> things well. I, I, Assassin's Creed has been boring in the last few years, and this reboot helps, but uh, the story is not good. Since when, though? Like since? I would say since Unity. Okay, because I stopped. But I like the one after Unity. Like, I like. I like. Oh, Syndicate. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I thought Syndicate I've, I've was wonderful. That one is actually more th- better than people get. People were really getting sick of an Assassin's Creed by that point, so a lot of people didn't realize that it was actually yeah. quite good. And it's Jacob and Evie are the twin assassins in that mm, one. Right. And that is an awesome dynamic because you mm. play half and half of the game for each of those characters, mm-hmm. and they're compelling, and it's awesome, and the England backdrop is cool. Now, the mm. Egypt backdrop in Origins is really cool, and it's gorgeous. Don't get looks, me wrong. It looks good. I like that you get to control your eagle. Also, which is yeah. is really awesome. But aside from that, like I have no idea what what story they're trying to tell us, and I'm not sure they know either anymore. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. But overall, it's a good game. They're, it's just, they're trying. It's okay. They're, they're trying yeah. to make it fresh. So I'm happy with that. That they're not just copying and pasting the old stuff. Uh, what else am I playing? I just uh, I reviewed a game for us. I have to get that out. It's called Samsara. Uh, it's an indie game for for the Xbox One. I think it was also for PS4, but it's a platformer. Again, I was telling Tom a little bit about it. A little bit like uh, Limbo. It's got shades of that, shades of little nightmares. Hmm. It is a blast. Hmm. I um, you're you're just gonna have to see it to believe it. I, I did a video review for that. That'll be up at thegeekiverse.com later this week. Uh, so very cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I'm in love with that game. It's gonna be one of the highest scores I've ever given a game. Wow, actually. really? Oh, um, you know, for me, it's not saying a lot, but mm-hmm. at the same time, <laughs> I can really back that one up. Mm. So lots awesome. going on there. That's great. Uh, getting to the news this week. Yeah, what do we got? Uh, or this month, I should say. The big mm. news for me, uh, the apparent leak of the Spyro the Dragon trilogy remaster, yes. which we've all been clamoring for a bit. Yeah, that's <laughs> since, so great. Since Crash was yes. announced, we're like, yeah. okay, Spyro, come on. Exactly. Yeah. And there it is. So uh, our E3 video two years ago is one of the best uh, reaction videos you've ever seen <laughs> in your life. We're all on the couch in, in our self-made <laughs> war room. Crash yeah. gets announced, and we just... Man, yeah. <laughs> Seth is flailing. I'm I, flailing. Uh, <laughs> Everyone is just happy. Uh, so and, those, and that turned out to be a really good, a awesome. really good a collection. And uh, yeah, and as soon as they got that out, people said, "Well, we need Spyro now," because it was the same thing where it was like a trilogy on the PS1 made by a now, you know, acclaimed developer. It was Naughty Dog with Crash, and now it's Insomniac with uh, Spyro, and, and the same. Uh, developer for the reboot or remaster vicarious visions oh right yeah yeah that's and, a big uh, deal and activision has the rights to it because yeah. it's like went multi-platform actually after his exclusive so 
Yeah, so it's it's it, it seems like it, it would make sense for them to do like it's not too much of a, a stretch or anything now that Crash happens. So in in Spyro would be a really interesting. I played a, I, I didn't play a lot a lot of Crash uh, growing up, but I did play some Spyro, and it'd be really interesting to you know it's kind of more open worldy almost. Not it's not open world, but it's it's far less linear than Crash. So very excited about I'm, that. I'm all about that. Yeah. Did, did you guys play any of the Spyro games back in the day? A little bit. I mean, I was always an N64 guy back then. Yeah. Um, I think it's just like this is perfect timing to announce it because the original Spyro turns 20 this year. It yeah. is. That's, cra- that's crazy yeah. to think how long ago that is it, now. And it's supposed to come out. Uh, Kotaku re- reports September of this year, which would be the 28-year anniversary, almost on the dot. Perfect. <laughs> um, it's supposed to include the original Spyro the Dragon, uh, Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage, and then the third uh, in the trilogy, Year of the Dragon. Oh, yeah. you, were, you were a Spyro guy, right? <laughs> I, I played all three, had all three on PS1. Um, so this is exciting for you. It, it's good. It's big news. Um, it's yeah. one of those things where, like, it's it's nostalgic for me, like you said, South more than Crash Bandicoot because I played so much of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm but the opposite. But you play more Crash, right? Yes, I'm mm. excited because I didn't play it okay originally. oh it's I, like, oh, cool. I fantastic the demos and I, and yeah so remember those demo discs yeah oh yes. no it was on the first <laughs> eight game demo disc that i had when actually i got my uh, ps1 on christmas that's one of the first things i played yes. was the crash demo so yeah good stuff good stuff i kind of yeah. want the original soundtrack though because the original spyro soundtrack was like it's in my head plane right now yeah. and, I can <laughs> hear it. and i'm just like i really want because they changed it for crash they had a whole new soundtrack didn't they well, they, they? it's the same soundtrack Revamp. they re-recorded it. Re- re-recorded so it. what yeah. they should do is give you an option to hit a button to revert back to the old graphics. The original. That, yeah. Which yeah. is what <laughs> Microsoft did for the, the um, Halo the Master Chief trilogy. Mm-hmm. If you hit a button for Halo 2, it goes back to the original graphics. Just mm-hmm. on the fly? like Yes. Like a, like a light switch. Wow. And, and sound. That doesn't mess up like the frame rate or anything? Not like dropping down to a different resolution, basically texture? No, wow. it's, a, it's a meaty file. <laughs> I'll tell you, that, that just took forever to install. On the uh, yeah, but uh, I believe it. Okay. And yeah, yeah, along with that, there's uh, they're bringing back Medieval, which they announced at PlayStation Experience. And uh, man, bring on the bring on the PS1 classics. I say, I would love to see you know. A re- speaking of PS1 trilogies, Scythe Filter had a great yeah uh, PS1 trilogy. I would love for them to bring that Scythe back. Filter. You know, this one may not be as sought after, but I would love uh, some sort of Twisted Metal reboot. Yes. Oh, yeah. The the original four, I guess it would be the, the four games. Well, I'd be happy they had for one the first for PS3, didn't they? Uh, they did. Well, they had Black. Was it they did. Black, Black they, was PS2. PS2. They yeah. also did. Uh, so PS3 had. It was just called Twisted Metal. Right. Came out in 2012. That yeah. was like a full-on new series or new game, like mm-hmm. like they're rebooting quote unquote God of War. Yeah. They're not really rebooting right. it, but well, it's, it's just it's kind of like a sequel. It's like a soft reboot. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly like that. So I, I was a huge Twisted Metal fan growing up, and yeah. that would be good for me because I can't tell you how many hours I would hours love for I them to do that because, you know, just for them to do something with the Twisted Metal, because like, that, that PS3 game did not do very well. Yeah. Uh, no. So I, mean, not at I, I, I really enjoyed it, even though there's certain things I didn't like about it. But, yeah, I mean, maybe that would be that would be like in maybe a delicate first step is kind of just remaking, like, hey, remaking Twisted Metal Black. That's, like, probably the most popular one for a lot of audiences at this point because that one was a, a huge splash when it came out. Mm-hmm. So See, I like... 
uh, I did like the originals better, only because I thought it got a little too dark at times. Yeah. Uh, with the story, but the <clears throat> gameplay was good. So mm-hmm. if you can give me that gameplay with the goofiness of the first two or three Twisted Metals, I think that would be a lot of fun. I think that the PS3 one kind of stri- tried to strike that balance a little bit, but yeah. it, it didn't have enough of single player uh, content for me I agree. personally. It didn't because it didn't have the all the characters with the multiple endings. It just had that one single like run of the story that only had three yeah. playable characters, but then they. It was weak. Vehicles, so yeah, they focused too much on the multiplayer for me personally. That was a reclamation project just to get it out after a while because it felt yeah, because like it, it was the original. It was David Jaffe. It was the it was the yeah. creator, you know. So at this point, I wouldn't mind seeing someone else take a swing at it. Uh, Seth, you had a little bit of Mega Man news. Oh yeah, they just um, so following up on uh, Capcom's big twentieth uh, uh, anniversary and. Uh, 30th, no, 30th anniversary uh, uh, stream they had a couple months back. Um, the first of the big Mega Man uh, releases of the year is uh, the Mega Man Legacy Collections 1 and 2, which are already out for uh, for, for consoles and every PS4 and Xbox. Uh, they are getting ported to the Switch. So that is the original the NES Mega Man 1 through 6, and Mega Man 7 for Super Nintendo, Mega Man 8 for PS1, Sega Saturn, and then Mega Man 9 and 10, which were uh, digital uh, releases for uh, Xbox Live and, uh, and PS, PS3. So those are all coming. And then later in the year, we'll still be getting the Mega Man X games and Mega Man 11. But for now, that's the first uh, first bit, the first step of the Mega Man explosion of 2018. Yeah. Some of the hardest games you'll ever play. So where's the two I start those are, a, new, a noob? Probably Mega Man 2. Yeah, Mega Man Two is is not quite as difficult. It's the most popular one. Um, like the music, the enemies, okay. the levels. It's it's that's probably an easy jumping out because Mega Man One is a little bit uh, is a little bit uh, more frustrating to get into. It's not quite as refined, uh, even though it's still great. Yeah, Mega Man Two is a great jumping on point. Oh, so ten was my first X Men for Super Nintendo. Oh really? Yeah, Mega, oh. Man, Mega Man X. Yeah, that's ten. You said yeah. you said X Men. X Men. First X Men game. No, yeah. ma- sorry. The first uh, Mega Man game I played is was uh, Mega Man Time. Interesting. Yeah, those are great, and they which yeah, was, which was really good. I yeah, I beat it when I was you know five years old, but I can't beat it now. So I don't know. Wait, wait, Mega Man Ten. That's oh, Mega Man. Oh, X. Mega Man X. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I was which, confused. Is, is there ten and X? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I didn't because know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was with him. I thought it was. The I thought same it, thing. that's no. because you said it. I was like, because back same, in the day, or? they did. Yeah, they did Mega Man One through A, which is the original version, and then they starting on Super Nintendo. They made the Mega Man X series, which is just completely side. Okay, it's a new thing. And Zero is my boy, mechanics man. and everything. Yeah, Zero's great games. My boy. Uh, and uh, so then they had an ongoing series of X games that went mm. up through X Eight, and then they did Mega Man Nine and Ten. In addition, which is part of that it's original series, so it's, oh, okay. so it's a I gotcha. few concurrent series going so on. Now it now. makes sense. Maybe that'll be part of our history of PlayStation. Or, or that's video oh, games. that's right. Yeah, whatever we made. Well, Mega, Mega Man Eight was PS One, so we could do that. Yeah. That works. Yeah, good stuff, uh, Mr. Pavlak. There's a lot out. Uh, the end of February and going into March. What uh, what can we spend our money on? Yeah, like you said, you got plenty. Uh, first up, February twentieth. Uh, you got Metal Gear Survive, which that's way in. Oh, okay, okay. I know that. I, I'm really you know <laughs> at the beginning of this day. I was. Uh, I didn't even know Metal Gear Survive was coming out today, and now there is a copy waiting for me at Best Buy. I just like. I'm curious really? about it. I'm curious about it. I'm hearing some positive things about it. There aren't reviews out because it wasn't like. Um, well, the there wasn't like an embargo. There weren't. Yeah, yeah. and. Supposedly, it's been a bit of a rough launch day because um, they needed uh, you need to download this patch to be able to play it, and uh, they didn't send out uh, at least on PS4. The patch wasn't out 
in time when people got it. So some people got the game. They literally couldn't play it. Oh so it's a bit of rough, bit of rough uh, launch, a rough patch, if you will. And <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I've been just kind of following some, you know, been on, like, re- Reset Era and Reddit and following some forums to see what people think. And supposedly it's, like, you know, for for the, the overall negative, uh, you know, pe- outlook people have had on it, myself included, uh, it seems like it might actually be a decent effort. So that that one I will actually be getting into a little bit. So we'll see, even though it's like I feel I'm a kind of a bad person for for giving Konami money. I, uh, I fear that Metal Gear is about to go the way of Castlevania, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, what 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 do you think is is so? What's the negative turning point for Castlevania? What do, oh, you, what do you mean? Well, it was probably as soon as Igarashi left the left the franchise. Um, Lords of Shadow, the first one, that was okay. Oh, I like Lords uh, of Shadow. Yeah. Um, the one for 3DS, I believe, was Dark Mirror. That one was just kind of meh, and then Dark Lords Mirror. of oh, it, oh, it was oh, just like a mirror, it was like a mirror of fate, right? Maybe Lords, that was Lords it. of Shadow, yeah. mirror of fate. It was like, and yeah. then Lords of Shadow Two was just a bomb in every yeah. sense of the word. Yeah, and then they just they just gave up on the franchise from there. Yeah, uh, you haven't seen anything since. I mean, Igarashi's doing like a spiritual successor, um, Bloodstain, Bloodstain right? Which looks yeah, really cool. About that. But <laughs> the actual name is dead, aside from the Netflix animated show. Yeah, I we mean, haven't... I think it's I think it's possible that they might put it in the right creative hands, and so it's tough because you know Konami. It seems like at this point, really, they they aren't treating their licenses very well, and you know Metal Gear seems to be kind of a cash in. Although there there are some talented people developing it, and I'm staring here some good rumblings about it, but we'll we'll see. And uh, what I'm uh, I hope that. Uh, you know, this will perform well enough that they'll be able to have make a more ambitious Metal Gear project and then maybe like do remakes of like the old MX, MSX games or something like that. Even though to me it's like uh, there was, no, you know, Hideo Kojima has a very pers- a very unique creative touch on those games and uh, uh, without there being like a proper handoff from like one team to the next of, of Kojima leaving and it, it ending like it did, you know, it's 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 it still feels kind of off to me but uh i'm i'm curious about survive so i yeah i didn't expect to pick it up but i'll be picking it up have to let us maybe, know how it yeah, is cannot, <laughs> maybe surprised. maybe konami will make a capcom capcom is really they were in a similar spot they were entering their license as well and they've been turning things around with they're doing a lot of Mega Man stuff resident evil 7 was fantastic monster hunter world you know yeah. capcom has been on an upswing so hopefully konami I, will be agree with that change in management who knows yeah all right what else we uh, got? look we Still play, uh, a couple more things in February. Uh, Payday 2 for Nintendo Switch. Uh, let's see that. We also got a co- other re-releases. Final Fantasy 15 hitting the PC, finally. Yeah. Uh, Devil May Cry HD Collection is going to be March 13th. You got Assassin's Creed Rogue. Rouge? Oh, Rogue. Uh, Rogue. It is Rogue. Rogue. Okay, I didn't know oh, if it was great. Rouge-like, like, like the color. One. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Uh, remastered. Uh, I'm intrigued on that, by the way, because that came out at a, a tough time. Oh yeah, same time as Unity. Y- yes, same day. On, yeah, same day release. Mass. Right. Ubisoft yeah. got greedy and thought we're going to start releasing two a year <laughs> for right. Assassin's Creed, and that nice. looked like the better game. Uh, and many yeah. said that it was. So I, uh, I think I, I may end up picking that up a little bit after it comes out, or if I can find a sale on it, because I'm going to be a little bit Assassin's Creeded out by the time I finish <laughs> Origins. Uh, but I. It looks like a blast. It's, it's it's more of like a spiritual successor to Black Flag yes. and like in like the ships and everything. And it, it's it's told from the perspective of a Templar, so it's kind of more interesting. I'm all uh, about that. Yeah, I think that's very interesting storytelling. So I hope it's yeah. good. Can you clear something up for me on that? Yeah. Is Rogue set during the French and Indian War? 
It's because it's the what is it the Seven Years War? Is that oh the okay? Because I knew it wasn't you know Revolutionary War. No, yeah. but I knew it was slightly beforehand, mm-hmm. and it still takes place in like continental North America, right? I don't know that. I don't one. know. Okay. I think it's in more of an Arctic region by the, by the look of it. Yeah. Oh, that's seen. cool. That's something different. Yeah, but I'm not. Uh, don't quote me on that because I haven't played it myself. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. The other thing was on uh, on March sixth. Also, Scribble Knots Showdown was coming out. Well, I was getting to that because I was going to start okay. getting into the brand new releases now. Sorry. And some some okay. more of those. I really wanted to mention. No, that you're cool. You're I know, cool. Uh, one of our fans, uh, Finn, is a big fan of Scribble Knots. Right. So Whoa. I wanted to give a Finn, Mr. Rebel yeah. Scum himself. He's a that's right. Oh wow. Yeah. Finn was talking to me. Uh, How about at, that? I didn't at know. Fast about Scribble Knots. He, he loves it. <laughs> Those games are ridiculous. So, I didn't know we were going to listen to another galaxies. Wow. Oh, so, man. Shout out to you, Finn. There's some really goofy stuff you can come up with in those games, and at times, it, at times, it doesn't even feel like a video game because you're really not you're not doing too much like inputs there. But it's just it's all about whatever wild, out, absolutely outrageous ideas you can come up with, and then see if the game can actually recognize that. So yeah. I mean, making a T Rex with a bazooka, you know, making <laughs> you know, making a dragon that only eats spaghetti, just just all these <laughs> whatever goofy, silly things your mind can come up with, and then to see if the game can actually produce that in <laughs> with its visuals. It's they're fun, they're silly, they're a little niche, but man, they are fun. Gotta love it. All right. Um, going into brand new stuff then, you've got Attack on Titan 2 coming out for PC, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. That's basically Dynasty Warriors with the Attack on Titan anime franchise. Mm-hmm. So if you, yeah. have you have you ever watched any of that, Seth? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Oh, those, that show was wild. <laughs> crazy. So, I mean, you put <laughs> is, that... Is that good. English dub on that or no? Are yes. If like you watch on Netflix, or... there is the English dub for the first season. I don't believe Netflix has the second season yet. Just subtitles or like... No, English, no English dub. Okay, that's well, dubbing. I sure, I don't know what dubbing. That's, that's what dubbing is. Sounded it's cool. Like, <laughs> I thought it like dub was. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's words on it. It's dubbed. I don't know. That's <laughs> so basically Dynasty Warriors, where your enemies instead of little dudes are hundred foot naked monsters, yeah. essentially. Ooh. good stuff. Well, there you go. That's, that's my if kind of, my by, kind of party right. right. There. If by Trust some these cha- monsters and haunt, if by some, <laughs> speaking of Japanese stuff, if by some chance you speak Japanese and are willing to import, Valkyria Chronicles Four will be out on PlayStation Four. Uh, that's okay. That's yeah, PlayStation Four on March twenty first in Japan with Nintendo Switch and Xbox One releases later on this year. Uh, no telling about an English release date yet, but yeah, mm. like I said, if you're willing to bone up on your Japanese, you can play that right away. It's only extremely difficult to learn. Those are so. <laughs> well; th- those are really fun games, though. Too, I'm, I'm really glad they're continuing the Valkyria Chronicles franchise and now branch it out to additional platforms. Because at first, it was strictly PlayStation mm. when they released them. Um, yeah, if you guys move. ever, it's a big move that it's coming to all yeah. consoles now. You know? uh, if you ever played XCOM, it's similar to that. Yeah, it's okay. t- turn-based yeah. strategy, but with a little bit of you know aiming and action input uh on there as well those are those are fun games really neat setting it's like um alternate history um turn of the century industrial revolution kind of setting and now this one is set during an alternate version of world war ii Mm. so it's it's you know that really old school like you know sherman tanks bolt action rifles but there's also some elements of magic and fantasy in there okay really different very japanese though very japanese storytelling like absolutely melodramatic Okay. So if oh, you can, if, if, if yeah, if you can, if that's something up your alley, those are really fun games right. to try out. Um, shortly after that, you got a way out for PC, PlayStation Four, and Xbox One. Do you guys got any that? thoughts on that? Oh. I'm really not too familiar with it. Well, let's come back to that in the next. Okay. Video. Sure. Um, yeah. 
something that I can talk about, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant, Revenant Kingdom, which I'm super excited for. Dude, yeah. we got we actually had so Adam and I actually had an appointment, I think, for Nino at um mm. at E three. Yeah. I, I knew nothing about the first one. And sitting down, I was like, that actually looks like a fun story. Mm. Like, they showed us probably like a half hour of hands on time and explained where they were coming from with writing the story and the mechanics. And I thought that that was interesting. So, the like, that, that's something I would, I would try out myself. And I typically don't play those, ty- those kinds of games. Right. Uh, th- the first one is basically a love letter to the old school Japanese RPGs of, like, the Super Nintendo era, mm. um, but upgraded with modern day yeah. uh, mechanics. Garvey and- loves Oh yeah, um, Sam Sarvis would ab- absolutely love it as well. Um, beautiful game too. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it looks like a Studio Ghibli movie put into a video game. So if you guys have ever seen anything like Spirited Away, oh, yeah. Howl's Moving Castle, Princess mm-hmm. Mononoke, yeah. absolutely evokes um, the visual style mm-hmm. of those movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else we got here? Far Cry Five, big on one at the end of the month, March twenty seventh. Yep. And it looks like on the same day, MLB the show. So I'm imagining two very different audiences <laughs> purchasing those two games. You either play a lot of video games or you only play the one kind of video game. And that's <laughs> the people that are buying the show. Hey, Giancarlo hey. Stanton on the Yankees in MLB the show this time. That's right. That's right. That's uh, It's it's going to be... I'm uh, a Yankees fan. He is a Yankees fan. That's right. I'm, I'm really... Go ahead. No, what, 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 no, what team are you a fan of? Go ahead. I used to be a Mets fan. <laughs> I used to be a Mets fan, right, Pop Lock? How have we stayed? For, it's okay. It could be worse. You could be a Red Sox fan. I would never be a Red Sox See, fan, ever. I'm, I'm a Yankees fan just because my one buddy is a Cleveland fan. I just like to root against him. Oh, so. there you go. There you go. <laughs> Seth, what, what baseball team do you I'm follow? I'm a Yankees fan, but Yankees as in terms of Northern Northern Ameri- American people, as in as in Union people. Okay, but what about the guys that do sports and all that? Yankee doodles. <laughs> the guy, the, some, some are, did you hear me never got a, a good catch compliment in Jim class drop you, the kids back uh, damn it Pavlock. are you talking about like the high ally they play in tron is, <laughs> is this what the sports you're talking about okay on that note everybody so <laughs> lots to spend your money on we'll have links to all those in our uh our podcast article right at thegeekiverse.com what are you picking up uh you know is it any any of those titles are you picking up a few we want to know uh be sure to get in the conversation with us on social media and tell us about those uh so Take a quick break. Coming back to segment two, we're going to talk about our 2018 games preview. Go through some of the bigger releases for the year. Uh, Tell us our thoughts on those, and uh, we hope to get some input from you later on for that. So stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. What's up, geeks? Just want to remind you of our fantastic YouTube channel. Next time you go to the Geekiverse on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to search or hunt or find or look for anything that is our great content. Then it'll go right into your YouTube feed, and then boom, you know what's happening when it comes to the Geekiverse. Then share it with your friends. We want other people to join in. And tell us if you don't like it. We don't care. We're just having fun. We want you to have fun with us. Be sure to subscribe, share, favorite, like, thumbs up, thumbs down, up, down, left, right. I don't know what I'm saying anymore, so let's get to the show. Geekiverse YouTube. Do it. Welcome back to Geek Scott Game. We've got Tom, Seth, Pavlok, I'm Josiah. Yo, yo. Hello. <laughs> Hello. We're, we're talking about uh, 2018 games, uh, some of our, what we think are going to be the biggest titles of the year. Uh, so, first up, coming out March 20th, on PC and Xbox One, a uh, a rare Microsoft exclusive, if you will. Right. Uh, in a dual meeting. Uh, it certainly. I Well, <laughs> it's going to be pretty easy to find. It won't be rare. No, it's... <laughs> 
No, it's a rare exclusive. But like Xbox and Microsoft have been totally lacking in exclusives. Oh, oh, that's what. Yes, I meant. correct. So you, not only good, is it good one, rare then, that in that way. sense. He's yes. just beating us over the head with this pun. I, I mean, just I'm savagely. Not smart <laughs> and I need it explained. <laughs> Turning Pavlov's mic off now. Anyway, <laughs> see you, thieves. No, he'll break it soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> Even I can laugh at that one. <laughs> hide your mics. Hide your clips. Uh, so rare, known for connect sports, obviously first and foremost. Duh. Not really, but yes, yeah, yeah, I, th- I wasn't sure if you were serious. <laughs> 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 On my agenda, I did put a parentheses HA in all caps. Anyway, uh, Banjo-Kazooie, Viva Pinata, which I actually own. Lauren owns that, which is a little bit funny to me, but it was a good game. Uh, Perfect Dark, Donkey Kong 64, hmm. Star Fox Adventures, Killer Instinct back in the day, mm-hmm. GoldenEye 007, and... Battletoads, if we're going back oh, even further. Back when Rare was relevant. And, Don- and Donkey <laughs> Kong Country, right? But Microsoft kind of... Uh, yes, mm. they did all yes. the Donkey Kong games. Mm. They Microsoft drove Rare into the ground a little bit. <laughs> Hopefully, no more. Sea of Thieves looks awesome. I think this is the turnaround, because Sea of Thieves looks amazing. Tom, you mentioned a little bit of the gameplay dynamic. Uh, you can only have kind of four in your party slash four in your ship. From what I saw, the, the, the biggest ship size was four. I'm not really sure why they maxed it out that way. I'm, I'm assuming there's a lot to do in the game as far as... Because is each member like controlling the ship? Like someone's steering, someone's shooting? Yes. Okay, so I feel so like... So it's, it's complete co-op. So maybe if you added like an extra four people on your ship and you had an eight-person ship, there would just be complete chaos and nothing would get yeah. done. <laughs> Especially <laughs> once you get to an island too and you're running through one of those like mini dungeons or whatever, it might just get a little cramp with too many people in there. Yeah, so for some reason they, they did stop it at, at a maximum of four, which I'm interested, interested to see how that's going to work. Like, what, what are the four main roles that everyone has to do on the ship? I mean, it definitely lo- looks cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this. I hope it does well, not just for Rare, because if it does well, it's going to justify their continued existence. Because let's face it, game studios close if their games don't do well uh, in terms of finances. And uh, like I said, Microsoft really needs to start figuring out the exclusives for Xbox owners, particularly Xbox One X owners at this point. We haven't had really many. Crackdown was the big one last year, which even if released, probably wasn't going to generate a terrible amount of buzz. But uh, Mm. Crackdown was delayed. So we got nothing in the fall, really, for for Microsoft. Now we're starting off the year strong with Sea of Thieves. Uh, I know Adam Herr is really excited about this game, so he'll probably do some geek play videos on that on our YouTube channel. Uh, I'm excited. Can't wait for it. March 23rd for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Another EA original from developer Hazelight, which is their first game with EA, uh, A Way Out. So, Seth, uh, we, we saw the... I can't remember the developer's name, but this guy was all oh. over Jeff Keighley. Yeah, yeah. Pavel, look up that developer's name for me, would you please? Could you? Could we get a, could we get a report on that? Get your hand out of the way of my screen. <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway, anyway. Yes, we're gonna have that name in just a moment, ladies and gentlemen. But um, yeah, that developer, uh, he also made uh, the wonderful game for last gen, uh, Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons. And, oh yeah! Uh, Holy crap! I can't believe I forgot that. So I, I like that game. I'm not gonna say this correctly. Joseph Fares. Joseph Fares. I think you're right. Is that, let me tell you what about Joseph Fares. He is the. He is the. Can I swear on this? <laughs> no. Otherwise, no, I'll, stop I'll, it. otherwise no. I can't do a Joseph Fares impression. F the Oscars. <laughs> There's a way around. At the Oscars. So that guy made a splashity splash at the Game Awards when he made Jeff Keighley extremely uncomfortable in, in front of a live con- <laughs> which is something I'm, I always approve of but he yeah so he, you know brothers that, that was a great 
kind of co-op counterpart kind of a game and he's really super expanding that gameplay concept in a completely new setting with a way out you have two people at a prison that at the same time they play completely different adventures on on screen simultaneously and uh you kind of just you know work around this this, uh, ecosystem in the prison and try to slowly you know work your way to towards building an escape plan together and then uh from there there's all this gameplay that can happen outside of the prison when you're on the run as well so it looks really interesting i don't know if i'll play it personally because i'm really not a big multiplayer guy but it has it, to be co-op you have to play this co-op yeah. there's no yeah. way around it you, yeah you it is it people. is built it is it is two people that is how it is made is this interesting you guys though well w- besides i mean like the call of duties and the battlefronts there's really no co-op games like they're, 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 they don't have that um sit on the couch and play with your buddy right. games anymore it's, yeah. it's very rare let's play let's play like a fighter or something like that but that's yeah. a little different so definitely based on the gameplay that i saw it, it looks really interesting because you're playing some of it together so it's you and your co-op partner mm. going through this game and you have to cooperate or, or else you're going to lose. Yeah, you got to work yeah. together. As for sure. well as you're playing your own separate kind of scenes. So yeah. Like, I don't know if you get separated like in your prison cell and you have to do different things. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the scenes I saw that was cool was they were like climbing up a vent back to back like Emperor's New Groove style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which looks really cool. But they showed him like slipping. So I don't know if that was a cut scene or if like one of the players was messing up. So I'm definitely yeah. curious yeah. to see. And I think it would be funny too like if you're better than your co-op partner just to like watch him fail and just, <laughs> <laughs> and just be like I'm a better prisoner than you and then just <laughs> see what happens that's a dynamic that <laughs> I didn't happen. know there yeah. was a way to quantify that <laughs> I have well, killed more guards than you uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah a way out uh, like I said March 23rd I, I find that one intriguing I like that EA is taking a chance on some of these games it's like uh, last year or maybe it was two years ago with Unravel I can't, oh, it was two years ago now right uh, it was at least two years ago, yeah. Um, I played Unravel last year, so it must have been the year before. Yeah. But that was a great game uh, yeah. in terms of, you know, it was a simple, it was almost like an indie game. And mm. that's uh, that's something that EA's done a good job of recently in addition to their huge AAA titles. Mm. They found uh, a little bit of a, a nice balance with these smaller titles. And bigger isn't always better when it comes to AAA games. Uh, sometimes oh, yeah. you've got more quality if you've got a smaller team or a smaller focus. Yeah, and it, it's great to have, you know, just a personal... Vi- it's like w- how games used to be made in the old days of, like, you know, like it, going back to, like, Atari stuff. Those games were made by, like, one or two people. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like someone had a creative idea, and they did it. And so it's it's great that there's still kind of games like that around. Not that there's nothing against the bigger games, but, you know, different flavors. Balance is good, right? Yes. A little bit of everything. Of course. Uh, just ask Ray. <laughs> <laughs> so... From Star Wars, Pavlok. If you're not thinking about Star Wars, what? what do no, we I know, but yet? it just I'm familiar <laughs> with Star Wars. Yet? Just came out of the blue. Oh my goodness, this guy! I thought you meant Charles. So it's he's, okay. he's so mad about Wait, the clip. Ray. <laughs> <laughs> the balance of Ray Charles. Cool. Can we please get no, no clip uh, enabled for uh, forget it, forget it. <laughs> Next topic. All right. Like What's I the code for that? When I started this podcast, you're a bunch of jabronis. <laughs> no. Yes, he was right. <laughs> Also, the same day, uh, March 23rd, PC and PS4, Nino Kuni 2, which we touched on a little bit earlier. No. Yep. Anything uh, that we missed on that public? Or I think you maybe covered most of it. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, anyway, uh, Bandai Namco, obviously, huge list of, of titles, but uh, known for Soul Calibur. Uh, they're working on Metroid Prime 4. I we, <laughs> collaboration. We, we don't know about that we, for sure. That's it, it is, it is a rumor. Himself. That's why I said it with a question mark. We, like, we, um, we do know that... Uh, Retro Studios, who made the original Metroid Prime trilogy, is not working on this. Nintendo has confirmed that. We don't know exactly who's 
uh, behind it. There was a rumor that went around recently, though, that Namco is going to be the developer behind it. Uh, almost sounds like Nintendo and uh, Namco got a little bromance going on. They do. In, in addition to that, there is a rumor that uh, Namco is bringing Ridge Racer 8 exclusively to Nintendo Switch. On top of the fact that they've what? got dark exclusively uh, to Switch. Yes, on, it's a rumor, only a rumor, but that's what's floating around right it's now. A crazy on top rumor. of Dark Souls mm. coming to a Nintendo platform for the first time with Dark Souls Remastered later this year. I'm not accepting a, a, a Switch exclusive Ridge Racer unless Shigeru Miyamoto comes out and does the Kazurai Ridge Racer. <laughs> I can't. I know. I can't think of Ridge Racer without hearing that in my head. Yeah, it's just it's burned into my memory. Yeah, it's same with everybody. Yeah, geez, you can't oh, get over that. Oh, Dark Souls two- Remastered looks good. What was that? 2005 E3? 2006 yeah. E3 for Sony. Sony had some dark times. <laughs> 900, sorry, 599 US, US dollars. dollars. Get oh, a second job. Crikey. Um, Dark Souls, obviously. Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, that... Uh, the most recent game is yeah. is super popular. Doing like, very, very well. I know a well. lot of people that play that, and I think the Switch version came out after the Xbox and PlayStation. You're thinking of Xenoverse. Okay, gotcha. Fighters has not come out on Switch yet. Fighters is more of a 2D okay. uh, fighting game, whereas Xenoverse was more of a 3D, kind of like your virtual fighter, like your Tekken. Well, these Dragon Ball games have done very well yeah. recently mm-hmm. um, across all systems. Tekken 7, uh, Ace Combat Series, and then Naruto as well. So uh, that one looks to be good. Just a few days later to end March, March 27th, one of the AAA, one of the bigger AAA titles for the year, Far Cry 5, developed by Ubisoft Montreal. Montreal, uh, known for every Assassin's Creed ever. <laughs> no, not the first one and not the spinoffs. But two, I, I just put bro, you know, for Brotherhood. Uh, Rev for Revelations. I'm very crafty like that. Three, four, Unity, Rouge. So hard, hard drive space that way. Dri- it actually I, yeah, said I three-fourths on it. but <laughs> <laughs> Not on mine, I mean, Tom. yeah, if you okay. read it. Oh, I fixed way. it on mine. I just was wondering. Well, mine was fixed. Okay. Anyway, Origins. <laughs> uh, and then the... Oh, see, I see Far Cry three quarters. <laughs> see it Damn it. it. Oh, there it is. Sorry. Oh. I knew it was somewhere. All right. Well, I'll go slap myself. Uh, Child of Light, Rainbow Six Siege, Watch Dogs 1 and 2, and For Honor. So... Big pedigree there. Mixed reactions to some of those bigger releases. Uh, does Far Cry 5 interest anyone here? Um, I've never been a Far Cry guy, so but it, is there anybody here who is? Tom and I played 4. Okay. So I played 3 on 360, okay. and I absolutely fell in love with it. And then they're like, hey, we're going to make 4. And I was like, oh, sweet. And then I got 4, and I returned it like the same way. <laughs> I thought it was disappointing. So I guess story. it almost was like a ripoff of 3, but in a different, like, Different setting. It was in India or Himalayas or something. It, Himalayas. Himalayas. I, so do I, like I don't know. I was disappointed. Troy Baker as the antagonist was wonderful, though. Well, that's what they always have, that chaotic chaos villain, which is yeah. always cool. The, the villain for Far Cry 3 but was such a you know what? I, ha- I have to be able to play through the game and get to the villain for me to want to play the game. So, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> it's, I agree. It's a lot. So I guess, I don't know. Like, they've disappointed me too many times with, like, Origins and Far Cry 4 that I'm going to wait till the game drops to 20 bucks, and then I'll pick it up and I'll <laughs> give it a shot. And I, I don't care about the pre-order bonuses. I don't, I just, it's not oh, worth those it. are it's not, not worth the money. These days. Yeah, I, I just mean, don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm with over. you. This is not a day one purchase for me. This is uh, probably late summer going into fall. Hey, we're going to discount this because all the big releases are, are going to start hitting shortly. I, I mean, it looks great. I'm... Like, right, I'm like kind of like yeah, this is gonna be good, but I'm, at the same time, I'm just like ah, it's not worth the risk for me to go for it. It's I like, don't know. 
Origins with Assassin's Creed, like yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, at first, and now I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> I've got to grind for thirty <laughs> levels <laughs> and do side missions that I don't give a crap about. So I'm worried that's where that's going, but uh, time will tell. Bring back the first Far Cry. Bring back Jack Carver. Bring back all those superpowers that he had fighting mutants and all that in the islands. Well, that spinoff game they had was um, yes. Blood Dragon. Yes. That looked oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yes. I love that. They should just make a full, full <laughs> on like new installment 80s, that's Blood Dragon. Yeah. Blood Michael Bane oh was the main God. character from Terminator. Uh, so, yeah. It was funny. That would get good. That would grab me. There was giant robots. I would be all about that. The more ridiculous, the better in some of these games. Uh, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life on April 17th by Sega. Uh, Papa, have you played the Yakuza games? I played a couple I've, of them. I've just started to dabble in them. I, I got Kuwami for okay. PS4, so I've started playing that. I understand U- Zero is really where it's at right now in terms of, but I just yeah. wanted to start with like the first candidate, just in terms of story, even though I, it's still kind of structurally, it's very much a PS2 game, so it feels a little bit dated to play, yeah. but you know, it's, it's, it was like a $20 game anyway, but uh, but but it's re- it's really cool starting to play it. I mean, I'm Eager to get through it and get to zero. Uh, what? What do you? Are you going to be picking up six? Um, maybe at some point. Um, I know it did extremely well in Japan. Um, sold very, very well. Was very well received critically. Okay. Um, <laughs> we got the Yakuza, a big Yakuza six bag tote from. Uh, oh, perfect! Seth E3 perfect. Back got in that bag, and I carried him like Yoda at E three. That's how, I, yeah. how big the bag was. <laughs> I could be wrong. Um, I might have to play it though, because from what I understand, there's some wrestlers from New Japan Pro Wrestling who make oh. cameos in the game. So. I mean, I, I think I'm gonna have to. One. I'm gonna have to try this out. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's super cool. Oh no, no. Nikusa's uh, huge series over there. That's yeah. you know, that's it, it, this is a very um, but they're base comparison, but it's almost <laughs> like Japan's Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. To them. You know, absolutely. So. And um, but they're they're starting to gain traction over here. It's it's you know, with with Zero was like a really well received game. A lot of I saw a lot of people had it in like their bet you know, game of the year lists and everything and, and Kiwami was, you know, popular enough, so it's 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 gaining traction over here. Very good stories in them. Um yeah. Grand Theft Auto is a little goofy, a little sophomoric with its storytelling, whereas Yakuza yeah. uh, a, a little more reserved, mm-hmm. a lot more serious, um dr- just better dramatism in, in there. It's all they follow just the single character. Yeah, for the most part, right? Around to a different protagonist. Yeah, and I'm normally not big into crime stories or noir even. Oh, really? I love that stuff. uh, I I mean, you know, like Godfather, all that. You know, I'll watch like Godfather because that's Mm. a classic. But Mm. you know, even like The Departed, things like that. I'm typically not into crime. Oh, I I, I love. I love. Um, But no, Yakuza's traditionally had very good stories. Yeah. April twentieth. I actually want to leave Seth for last on this one because I think you've got a lot to say. God what? of War uh, oh, reboots. Ooh. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah. I, a decent amount, more, more I, good, 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 much as the next guy. Okay, uh, that's good. Uh, developed by Sony Santa Monica, obviously known for the uh, the God of War trilogy to start uh, some of the PSP games. They also collaborated with uh, some of the following, or with studios on some of the following games: uh, Twisted Metal Head On, which was a PS2 game; the 2012 Twisted Metal reboot we talked about earlier. Journey, which was wonderful, yeah. And then the Order eighteen eighty six, which was not so wonderful. Did you play that stuff? A yeah. little bit. Um, <laughs> oh, it's that, it that, looks beautiful. It's re- re- really interesting. Yeah, just the um, made me regret buying games day one. Yeah, I bought I did, that I did, and Evolve on the same. Day. I, I oh oof, oof, yikes! Worth hundred twenty <laughs> bucks I ever spent. Yeah, Evolve was good though, but I it had no staying power. Okay, yeah, in that regard, you're the right. The concept was great, but yeah. it was like. 10 bucks like two months later right i think if they could they could expand and and kind of work on the order 18 i'd like to see that 
franchise kind of continue if they really... One of the first games I ever reviewed for the Geekiverse was The uh-huh. Order, and I, I remember writing, if they do an Order 1887, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, good concept. It just was... Four and a half hours. It was, it, it was like a wow. yeah, and it was a lo- it was kind of a long uh, you know year after year we'd see bit you know it, it took a little while to come out and then the gameplay was, was really linear and limited. But it, it's a beautiful game that the setting it's and gorgeous, and the, it, sure. I, everything you know the story is really interesting. So yeah, yeah I could bring it back. See, I, I think because I I bought it for like ten or twelve bucks, I loved it. Right. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I read your review and I was like, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> but I was like, I, okay, I, I didn't pay 60, 60 bucks for it. I was like, PlayStation never. exclusive. Hell yeah. yeah no, it was a pretty early. It was very yeah. short, but it was an awesome concept. It was an awesome gameplay. It was just. I would like it, to see it another a, try. It was a ton, $50 worth game. Yes. I mean, yeah. that's all it was. I so. agree. I agree. And if, uh, if that gets a sequel, which it probably won't because it didn't sell that great, yeah. uh, I think mm-hmm. they would do a good job with it. But anyway, God of War. I've been a God of War fan. I do own the. PS3 remastered collection, so it's got all those spinoffs from the PSP days. Mm -hmm. Um, I played a little of each of those. God of War 3 was my entry point when it came out for PS3. Like, Mm -hmm. I had just gotten a PS3. I bought God of War 3. Mm -hmm. I bought Heavy Rain. Like, I was all about (laughs) it. And uh, I did not play God of War Ascension. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people didn't. Yeah. (laughs) It kind of was at the end of the PS3 life cycle. People uh, were kind of done with. Uh, yeah, it, it needed the, the reboot at that point. I think. Yeah, and it was you know it, it had been the, yeah yeah it being doing the Greek they were really exhausting the what was they could use in Greek mythology for these games yeah. so so this is a much needed reboot we heard about this the same E three that we heard about uh, Crash Bandicoot coming back from Spider Man. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, Sony! It was the and best it, it, it ever. De- it debuted with a gameplay demo. Yes. Very surprising for, for a new game. It, yeah, right? it was. It was that gameplay walkthrough, which was really did, impressive. Did they have the orchestra to this? Was that what it was? Do you remember uh, the story? Yes. Yeah, because every no one knew it was for. Yes. And some people thought maybe God of War. Maybe, and it, oh, they opened the show with it. If, was if this for Talk to the Giant Serpent, or was that in a different? Yeah, demo? that was. Oh, was it? That um, was a different was demo. Okay. Oh, different demo. Because this was strictly just. Because uh, that's and his child. that's like the sequence that stands out to me the most from what I've seen of God of War. Yeah, for it, I, I, that's awesome. Like, I mean, that just hey, guy talking to a giant monster. Yeah. That's gonna be right up my alley. Oh, yeah. for sure, for sure. I I think this looks awesome. I think the graphics look great. I like the new mythology. I like uh, really everything I've seen from this game. Uh, Seth, I know you've got some thoughts on it. Oh right yeah, in. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm generally really excited for it. I I haven't played all of the God of War games, but I I did start playing it when it originally came out. Uh, you know, playing those games on the PS2 was they were just jaw dropping experiences that were just the thing to play at at the time, and and they're fondly remembered to this day. But yeah, as the series went on, uh, you know, we had some great games on the PSP and everything. And, uh, yeah, it kind of, they, they were doing the same thing, uh, you know, a lot, you know, Kratos became kind of a, uh, he, he wasn't too developed of a character as the games went on and they kind of, you know, weren't, there was only so much they could do with Greek mythology. So, uh, I'm really glad they're doing this soft reboot approach, um, and actually going into a new mythology. Cause that's the, what it, me and a lot of fans wanted them to do for years was to do, uh, like Egyptian mythology, mythology or Norse mythology. And, that, and that's what they're doing is North. It's surprisingly, they're sticking with Kratos. So Kratos is actually transcending his, his, yeah. his mythology and going into a new one. And it, uh, and it has to do with you know the way the God of War three concluded with uh, uh, gosh what what happened at the end of God of War three with with Kratos kind of dying and there being like it, it kind of like remaking the the world and it's like this whole crazy ending so they're doing something you know interesting with it now uh, they're 
yeah, the, Kratos is is going to be, I think, more interesting, more developed. He's not going to be the rage monster. He's trying yeah, the to brute, be. Right? He's trying to be some more disciplined and be more of a guiding presence for his son Atreus. And it, you know, it looks like it, it kind of has that basic God of War gameplay, but it's kind of more. It looks more in depth. It looks like there's um, there's just uh, they're 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 building on it and they're and they're refining it. So it looks like a God of War game, but just a, a bold new God of War game. So that's that's definitely one of the big ones of the year for me. I'm really excited for God of War. I'm a little bummed it doesn't have a subtitle just because I like subtitles. In my games. I think that'll be a day one for me. That's probably the next... Yeah. Uh, maybe Sea of Thieves, but God of War for sure. Also... It's the first s- big game of the year for me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's for a lot of people. Uh, same day is We Happy Few for PC, PS4, oh, and Xbox interesting, One. interesting, yeah. Uh, I, I find this title really attractive. We yeah. got uh, the first trailer of it at that same E3, I believe in 2016 okay and it's got shades of like dishonored and bioshock and the only problem i have with it so far is that it's a 60 dollar game oh maybe that's unfair to say before it coming before it actually comes out but i thought this was going to be like a 20 to 30 dollar game like one of those xbox downloadable games yeah um so i don't really know how to explain it and i'm not sure you can glean too much from the trailers for it and a part of me is surprised it hasn't been delayed but uh, you got some notes? This is like right off their website. Like oh, Tom, there you go. <laughs> Jump right in. Um, basically, it's... I'll just read it verbatim, I yeah. guess. It says, We Happy Few is the tale of a plucky bunch of moderately terrible people trying to escape from a lifetime of cheerful denial. Set in a drug-fueled retro-futuristic city. Retro-futuristic city. Okay. <laughs> uh, in an alternative 1960s England, you have to blend in with its other inhabitants who have their own set of not-so-normal rules. So basically, you're like drugged out. Yes, you're highly in, medicated. In 1960s England, and everything's peaceful and happy, and you kind of come out of it. But if people know that you're out of it, they like try to like attack you. I and think it's, that's such it's a cool. fascinating concept for a game. Like like I said, I'm worried that it's sixty dollars because I don't know, you know, I don't want the order eighteen eighty six syndrome or evolve. Like I I, I may want to hear a review on this first before I pick it up. Yeah, same here. I, I need to things. know that it's I don't, good. Yeah, I don't want to get. Well, are they known for anything else? The developers of this or no? I I don't compulsion? know. Compulsion. I don't know. I don't know. I'll be honest. Oh, you didn't know? Okay. I don't well, know no, that's the name. But that's their name. Oh, okay. Compu- yeah. So oh, they, they, they might they might have other things out there, but I'm not sure what else they're known for. So maybe that would help me determine to buy it or not based on what else they made. But yeah. Uh, so uh, 420. Pete writes in. Yeah, it's a perfect day for that game. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pete from the Geekiverse just asked me uh, if I needed a, a call in to to the show, and I said no because Pete doesn't know anything about video games. So he says, call are you, in. you wanted to call in and talk. He says, "Are you sure? I have some highly anticipated games." Reboots of Pong, don't we, don't Space we phone Invaders, him? and Asteroids. He goes, that's where the money is, reboots. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the Grumpy Geek's opinion on oh. video games well, right hey, there. There's been a surprising amount of uh, 70s and 80s video games brought up on this podcast so far. So uh, you wouldn't be uh, We're gonna completely out of place. One day. We're yeah. going to have him over for like a spoiler cast and be like, it's really Geek's got game, you idiot. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. Uh, so He wouldn't stay for that. <laughs> Just walk out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there are ways. Uh, May 4th, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze for the Switch. Oh, excited. I, d- I never played this game on the Wii U, so... Uh, it's going to kick... It, you. It's, Wii. 
It was on the Wii U. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm uh, excited to. It's gonna kick your butt. Yeah. This is one of the hardest two D platformers you'll ever play. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, uh, yes. Yes. This is very vibrant. From what yes. I saw. Oh, dude, it's, it's colorful. And, and, are, and there are levels based on like legacy Nintendo stuff. Isn't there like a Virtual Boy themed level? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing I remember from that game is that um, aside from the normal levels that you go through for like the story, you know, yeah. however limited it is, there's a bunch of secret levels that are just brutally, ridiculously hard. Mm-hmm. And all I remember is to beat some of them, I pretty much had to go into a video game nirvana where I blacked out everything else around oh, me and yeah. just, I mean, just singular focus on the video game, not blinking, oh, you know, not breathing, wow. and that was the only way for me to beat the level because there, you just, you cannot make a single mistake That's on great. somebody. Not that, a single misstep, not a single misjump. That's like oh, the brutal. old arcade, arcade pros and like playing like, you know, like, play, like playing those Atari games and everything. They're yeah. so tough and you, you have to focus on like playing Kaboom or something. And so, and, uh, but anyway, yeah, th- th- this one I'm, uh, I'm excited to play. I, you know, I play Donkey Kong Country just on the old Super Nintendo games. But yeah, this one. Retro Studios knocked them out of the park when they came back and did the first uh, Donkey Kong Country reboot, Donkey Kong Country Returns on the original Wii. And then this one, it it was unfortunate because it was a victim of circumstance. This game came out um, shortly into the Wii U's life cycle. The Wii U was not selling very well. It didn't really have um, a lot of AAA games, even from Nintendo. Um, So when fans heard that Retro Studios was making a game, they're thinking, oh, new Metroid Prime, some big AAA blockbuster. And they got this, you know, colorful, um, conservative 2D uh, platformer sequel to the uh, other Donkey Kong Country game. Mm -hmm. Um, So it it didn't get the love that it deserved at the time, because like Mm -hmm. I said, it was a victim of circumstance. But it is a very Mm -hmm. difficult game. Do not let the goofy Donkey Kong uh, aesthetics fool you. This is an extremely hardcore game. I feel like it was they maybe should have called it something else because like with me and like I see like oh Tropical Freeze like oh it's some tropical Mario game <laughs> or a Donkey Kong game rather. Um, I feel like if they could have had a cooler title for it, that might have helped. That's my only my perspective. Well, there is some cool aesthetics to it because like your enemies are they call them the Snowmads and they're basically Vikings, but they're anthropomorphized um, Vikings. So there's like polar bears, penguins. Yeah. It's like all these Arctic animals, <laughs> but are in Viking costumes. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I sound ridiculous. Well, I'm excited for it. Well, no, I'll be right there with you. Oh, well, it's that goofy. It's that goofy Nintendo charm, man. I mean, yeah. snowmads. Look at the pun, man. Laugh. <laughs> I don't get it. There's, no, there's nothing like the Nintendo charm. <laughs> you never know when it's going to sneak up on you and then, make you spend $120 on cardboard in two months because that is something we're going to do. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, right. we don't have much past May 4th in terms of confirmed release dates. And uh, today's February 20th. However, a big one dropped earlier or uh, late last week, uh, October 26th, Red Dead Redemption 2. Sounds like mm. the perfect release date for that. Uh, first off, it, th- it got pushed. Do we think it's getting delayed again? Because... I will say this: Rockstar Games typically tends to release their some of their their bigger games in the spring or leading into summer. Now, I don't really have any reason to believe that, but for some reason I've got that feeling. At the same time, I can see them keeping it where it's at because we don't know about anything that's coming out this fall in terms of like confirmed release dates. Was there a concrete release date before this October twenty sixth one? Yes, Do you it was I, May well, something. It was last year, like well, May. May this year. Oh, okay. And then bumped a few months forward. October. Okay. 
I don't know. So there is a precedent. So there is a precedent for a. And GTA was the same thing. GTA Five, but anyway, uh, Red Dead Two is really a prequel to Red Dead Redemption. Right. Uh, which was in itself a sequel, in a way. Um. Uh. No. I would. I would say it was a standalone. So it's a successor, not a sequel. Yeah. Spiritual successor. I agree. Red Dead Revolver. I agree to that. Uh. I would say. Uh. Well, first of all. Are you guys excited about this? I, I think this is probably a must-have for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. I, lo- I love Rockstar games. Um, I, pl- I I never played through Red Dead Redemption. I liked it. Um, it it's gen- generally tough for me to, uh, uh, you know, with, with Grand Theft Auto and with, with Red Dead, I love them, and I've, I've gotten so... Grand Theft Auto, I buy every game, but it's always a, a pattern with me where I'll play it a lot. But then I take a lot. I take my time getting through, doing a lot of side stuff and exploring, and I get distracted with some other game releases, and I end up kind of forgetting about it for a while, and eventually going back to it. But um, yeah, to this day, I, I still haven't played um, through the original Red Dead Redemption. But I'm really interested in this. Um, I'm a little bit cautious about what Rockstar has been doing lately with relying more and more on the online stuff, on the microtransactions, because there was Grand Theft Auto V. There was supposed to be like all this single player DLC that they ended up abandoning in favor of just doing do new online campaigns. Cause that's what they, cause they make so much money doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just, it's not something that appeals to me as much. And, uh, it's, it's, so I don't know if they'll continue in that direction. Uh, I wouldn't be as in, uh, as into it in that case, but, uh, and regardless, I'm still really interested in it. So, uh, and I don't, I personally don't, I think it's been pushed once, so I don't think it'll be pushed again. I think they'll probably hit this release date. My opinion. I hope so. Yeah. I think whatever we see at E3 will determine a lot of that. Like if they show us, you know, a lot of gameplay footage, a lot of demos, something to assure us that development is um, very far along at this point. You know, if I feel like if it has a very quiet showing at E3, it's maybe not. Well, Rockstar generally doesn't really participate in E3 very much. No, right? They, they're they, like they, bigger than E3. Yeah, they really don't. Yeah, like they don't. Really yeah, but need to. Sony or Microsoft try and get that on one of their? Yeah, they probably would, their... but Rockstar just might not be as interested because they like they they kind of don't need to because they just are they can just write their own ticket with whatever they do basically. So I suppose, I, I... I, but it's possible. I think, um, yeah, I, I think it's it's. Yeah, it's somewhat of a possibility, but it's not necessarily a sure thing that they would do that. But, but it's good. Tom, Thought. you pick this up day one or what? I don't think so. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's one of the games that I was I'm really looking forward to, but for some reason I absolutely just suck at third person games. <laughs> um, at third I, person games. Third person games. I like huh. GTA Terrible. I, I just really? get hit by cars and strangers oh, I feel consistently. The, I, I get turned um, off by first person stuff. It's just a thing with me. So I'm, okay. I'm the opposite. Um, Watch Dogs. I played maybe like two hours of it and I yeah. lost interest. Watch Dogs Two. I own. Never played it. Yeah. Um, I keep getting said to watch every Dogs single too. third person game. Ever. I just I can't. I can't. Two <laughs> D platformer. <laughs> can't play. It. Literally can't yeah. even pick up third. But no, I mean, anything else, I'm, maybe it's because I'm just bad at, like, shooting games. Like, I mean, I guess I'm okay at, like, Call of Duty and Battlefront, but mm-hmm. g- give me a sword and shield, and I'm like, yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just You're my game style, man. I guess. But no, definitely, I'm interested in the, the Western theme. Mm-hmm. I think I'll definitely give it a shot. As far as day one, though, I don't think I would, like, pre-order it or, like, get it right away. So, yeah. I don't know. Right. But So, that's that's really it in terms of confirmed dates to this point that I know of uh, for some of the ma- more major releases. So, we'll go down the, the rest of the list. Somewhat quickly, uh, Crackdown 3 doesn't have much appeal to me. Mm. You guys are not Xbox people. 
Yeah, so probably not. Right. I mean, I like that Terry Crews was in the the trailer last year, but other than that, yeah. Gotta love it. Um, I just remembered, you know, Crackdown 3 being caught up in the, uh, uh, you know, announced when Xbox One was still under the gu- the, the guidance of Don Matrick, and it was going to be the always online DRM heavy mess, and it was this whole thing. Is that when it was announced? Yeah, initially, because, was- yeah, initially they were going to have an online game mode that required it to be, or the a mode that required it to be online because it used like okay. online for processing power for like this destructible environment online mode. And, but I th- I'm pretty sure they've, the game's been kind of like re- remade and kind of restarted since then. So that yeah, would explain much. its delay. Yeah. Z- delays. <laughs> yeah. That is, uh, days gone. I'm going to go right there next. Actually. Uh, um, this one, this one hasn't totally grabbed me yet so yeah. far. However, I said the same thing about Horizon Zero Dawn, and I was wrong about that. Um, oh, I was way <laughs> wrong about Horizon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were. <laughs> I, I told Pavok, I'm like that. I don't think I don't like. I want it to do well, but I feel like it's gonna flop like critically. Mm-hmm. And it so, came out, and I was you know eating my words. If and, it wasn't for Zelda, that probably would have been like a pop, the most popular game of the year uh, pick. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Days Gone so far um, could be good. But as far as like you know, is like, that that that. He, 2016 E3 with Sony dropping all those bombs. Days yep. Gone was the one announcement that, you know, we were like, oh, okay. I think but we were so excited for It was like in between, else. like, oh, Spider-Man, Crash Bandicoot, Death Stranding, and <laughs> yeah. like all this stuff. And like, oh, that, okay. But I, I don't know. I, I've heard that um, kind of what the, 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 you know, as far as like what they've shown behind these closed doors and what the actual, you know, bit to moment to moment gameplay is like is kind of more uh, engrossing than what they've just been showing in trailers. So it's got potential. We'll yeah, see. I'm with you. Uh, Next on the list, Detroit Become Human from oh yeah, the, uh, Quantic Dream, the minds uh, behind Beyond Two Souls, which was lukewarm uh, in terms of reception, and then yeah. Heavy Rain, which was super popular. Uh, I, loved I, don't know he- it, I loved Heavy Rain. That is one of my top five favorite games of all time. Oh, wow. I don't know if it holds up so much, though. I played yeah. the remaster for PS4. I had it like imported. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it, it was that in Beyond Two Souls, and they had not sold it here just yet in the, oh. the uh, North American market. And uh, the graphics are like, ooh, they're a little yeah. uh, boxy. <laughs> but... Because you played some Detroit Become Human at E3. Yes. Yeah. So played that at E3. We got a hands-on demo. You can check out our video at youtube.com slash thegeekiverse. Just look for our E3 2017 playlist. I uh, I mean, this is a definite day one, whenever that day is for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's supposed to be in the spring. I feel like I saw that that had I a thought date. I saw that too. I'm, so, I'm not seeing that when I looked it up, but I could have sworn they said spring 20. They narrowed it down to yeah. a window. So I came to the same conclusion last night. I'm like, hang on. I thought this was coming out in like April. So <laughs> yeah, we've got God of War in April. So I would imagine maybe uh, like June, July for this. Um, just kind of spread out some of the exclusives they have going on this year. But uh, yeah, it's, I'm interested to see if uh, the... Um, the contra- the workplace uh, kind of working conditions uh, controversy affects um, their reputation or sales at all for when this finally comes out. Yeah, uh, could be a factor, but uh, but the game does look great. And I'm looking forward to it, but it's a yeah, bit, I, a bit of a tough tough situation in that sense. I, I can't wait. Uh, I I loved the gameplay. I thought the story was really the the concept was fascinating. Kind of being futuristic, you've got all these uh, bots and mm. like they have to make decisions on whether to help people it, it's very much heavy rain it's yeah. and it's got all these these different endings and they kind of follow the same formula for their games so i am into that uh i think it's going to be good i hope it's it's great i don't know i think it's a safe bet mm. to be good uh kingdom yes, hearts so. three i'll believe it when i see it I'm <laughs> i'll believe you. it when i see it <laughs> i remember in i was listening to podcast beyond ign's po- beyond. podcast beyond with yeah. when it was colin and greg 
Wow. Uh, so jeez. I think this was 2014. Kind of funny isn't even with Colin and Greg anymore. So that was a long time yes, ago. This is two Colin and Gregs ago. And they, uh, Colin goes, I'd be shocked if we see this game before 2018. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He, what a prediction. The dude was so smart when it came to video games. Like, I, I wish he was kind of still with them. But anyway, uh, I'm with you guys. Don't think that's happening until we see it. We've been getting some more visuals, some more releases from Disney over the, the past few weeks here. I know Sam uh, is probably, Sam's ready to go tear Square Enix down. Uh, which I think is really funny. But I, I would like this game if it ever comes out. Do we think it's coming out? This year? At all. I, I, I'm, not, I'm all. not touching that. Not I'm touching not it, touching right. that. All right, all right, all right. Fair enough. You know, I, I wonder at this point, just for how long we've been anticipating it, how long it's been since a, a true Kingdom Hearts sequel, does it live up to the hype? No. Like, do those mechanics, do, no way. do they hold up in 2018 the way that they... We're making the game. I, when was the last game? When was Kingdom Hearts two? I, I have not. I, I honestly couldn't even tell you what year that was because that's the original PS two. Yeah, that's play, PlayStation two there. And I know they did, you know, Dream Drop Distance on the 3DS. Um, they did some um, pretty uh, complex remakes and remasters, but not like a full on sequel like this. I think two thousand five. We might be talking actually for, for Kingdom the, Hearts two. Yeah, that actually sound that sounds like it could line up. Isn't that wow. terrible? Uh, in a Duke Nukem Forever territory. Exactly, like <laughs> that kind of situation. Like, can it possibly live up to that hype now? Hang on. Did you guys play Duke Nukem at all? Forever? Not forever, no. Oh, forever was terrible. Did, Did you play it? Yeah. Even I love the original Duke Nukem I games. I redboxed it because I wanted to play the first oh, level. Oh, it's horrible. Just to, like, say I, I played it, and then I accidentally got an, uh, a, a trophy. Oh, Lauren wasn't in the room when you played this. <laughs> no. I accidentally got a trophy, and... Uh, so that is like permanently on my PS3 uh, or my PSN profile. Balls of steel. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. So uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, Japan, it was December 22nd, 2005. Uh, North America, March 28th, 2006. So I mean, okay. aside from the translation, yeah, 2005. There you go. How about that? Uh, <laughs> Mario Kart Tour, I think this looks very appealing. Pav, you're our Nintendo guy. Uh, what do you have to A say? A mobile game. More Mario this Kart? Is trash. Hey, uh, all right. Nintendo, <laughs> all right. Nintendo's mobile stuff has done very well. Yeah, just because Sony can't get it together on the, <laughs> on the mobile oh, platform. No. What? What are you talking? You what guys, they, you guys they don't even want. They don't give. Fo- they don't give it the time of day. We don't need this. <laughs> they tried it years back and it With didn't what? work out. Oh, they were, Sony actually tried mobile games before Nintendo, like years, years back. But the thing is, Sony wasn't making like Nintendo when they're making mobile games. They're making games. St- you know, with mobile in mind, they're not just porting over concepts and what so what Sony games. Are, I, I'm not sure what games you're referring to. Uh, I know there was a Rayman game that they tried to port over, but Sony had tried their hand at it a lot. Like I, we're talking mid 2000s here. Yeah, probably. Sucked. And it just yeah, I'm it, just fighting you. It, on, it went. Just, just I know. I know you are. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Them are fighting words, folks. But I mean, I'm look. generally unenthusiastic about mobile games in general. But of not, course, but a lot of no. people aren't. So um, me too. But like, I think Nintendo makes it appealing a little bit. Uh, it's, I agree. It's working I, out well for them. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And hey, it's it's another it's another. Um, branch of their initiative to, you know, return to the mainstream again because for so long Nintendo was not in the mainstream eye. Yeah. Um, and now Kinda with archaic, these, you know. right? They were they they were becoming a niche brand. Um, mm-hmm. And now thanks to things like 
um, the Switch is success. Um, they're you know they're doing their uh, theme park, the Nintendo theme park. Yeah, um, and more more online integration. Right, and like you know like and like DLCs. Some some people were really like hesitant about like oh it's gonna be a Mario game with DLC. Back when DLC was more controversial than it is now. So uh, yeah, they've been taking those steps. Hey, Mobile give, give me more give me more Mario Kart. We all know how much I love Mario Kart. So yeah. I will beat you. No, you won't. I will find you. No, and you I will won't. beat you. No, you won't. <laughs> One of my New Year's resolutions. You'll beat, beat me one. here and there, but the other hundred games, I'll I'll beat you. No, I just want to beat you once. That's all. There's you to have it. already. I not think. in a tournament. Not in, not in a. Um, oh, you're talking about like a grand prix. Like, yeah. oh, you're oh, never yeah, no, you're I'll never gonna you do sure. that. You'll beat me like one race out of eight, but no, you're never gonna beat no, me in the grand prix. It's never happened. It's never happened. Rock is the speed racer of the Geekiverse. He cannot be beat. No, the racer X. We'll oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, bad boy over here. We've got a badass, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Mega Man 11. Oh, okay. Here we go. This is my time. Yeah. I'm, uh, as, we, as we were talking about Mega Man earlier, I'm a huge uh, old school Mega Man. It's one of my favorite franchises. Uh, from back in the day, I played uh, a lot of the originals um, and uh, a bit of the X games, but you know, Mega Man 11 is something that I'm really glad uh, to see them do. Uh, I think, in general, there's a bit of a cautiousness with uh with with fans about what they're doing with this new one uh a lot of people are uh mixed on the art style which i i personally like it i am glad they're not doing just the straight up 8-bit style that they did for 9 and 10 it was cool to see for those two games but um i'm glad they're moving forward um i would have the only thing i would have maybe liked to have seen besides what they're doing uh with this 2.5d is maybe like a, a super nintendo Sega Saturn kind of a graphical style with uh, still sprite based, but uh, I you know I like what I see. Uh, I I've always prefer the the originals over the uh, the X games in terms of personal preference. But uh, yeah, I'm really surprised it's happening. So I'm I'm hopeful and optimistic, and we'll uh, we'll we'll see what happens with Mega Man 11, Capcom, bringing it back. That's right, Metro Exodus. Looks like a generic shooter to me. <laughs> it's pretty. The, the, the Metro games are the, uh, are. I, I haven't played them, but I've looked into them, them a bit, and uh, you know, based on these uh, this Russian series of novels, and they're uh, kind of they've they've got really some intriguing uh, aspects to them. But I, I don't have as much familiarity. Is there like monsters or like mutants in this series? Because I got the cover in Metro Game, Game Informer, like yeah, a, a gargoyle thing in the corner. It's like a ra- it's like kind of mutant. Okay, just, I think. Yeah. I, I didn't play any of these games at all. I heard good things about them, but yeah. I don't know. It's something I just can't get myself to. Like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, that looks cool. And at E3, I'm like, hey, that seems like a really nice trailer, and they show some gameplay, but, man, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what it'll take to get me all the way there. Just the, the post-apocalyptic thing just keeps coming. It's a little know. generic. Yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, it's know. either in a desert or it's in the Cold War. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe maybe it's not fair of me to say because I haven't played it. but Yeah, I, I would try mm-hmm. it, absolutely. Yeah. But... Spider-Man PS4. We all think right, we're getting all right, this right, year. I think so. I I would say probably fall. Like, le- yeah, end of the year. I think. I think I would September. That would be perfect. Yeah. Um. I think. Uh. Yeah. Because they spread out their releases. They've said 2018. You know, unless it gets delayed, which is possible. I, I feel like late late 2018. Gosh, I hope um, so. Oh yeah. I mean, this is my big one, the biggest one of the year. Um. As long as Death Stranding doesn't come out this year, which I don't think it is. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man, uh, Insomniac Games. Uh, you know, it's, I'm really excited from what I've seen. I have a couple reservations, kind of nitpick, nitpicky reservations, in all, in all honesty. Uh, but overall, I'm I'm far far more excited uh, than not about this game. 
Me too. And uh, I, uh, I, I love that they're incorporating a lesser-known villain like Mr. Negative, although I still don't think he's a primary villain. I think he's just... Uh, he's a villain for, like, the opening act of the movie, but then they'll... Or the, of the game, but they'll move on to other... You know, but, they, you know, this... You know, it's... Everyone's, everyone's pushing for it to be, you know, like... Spider-Man's Arkham Asylum, the, the non-licensed, you know, non-movie tie-in game that is just like the, you know, that that sets it apart as just a th- this incredible, this tr- you know, transcendent superhero game. Uh, I really hope it does that. You stole the words out of my mouth. I was going to ask Pavlok specifically with Spider-Man if Insomniac can do to Spider-Man what was done with the Arkham games and Rocksteady. What do you think the effect is on future licensed games? Because those were those were falling by the wayside. Yeah, because for they sure. were garbage. Um, I mean, I I remember before um, Arkham Asylum came out, there was not a lot of hype behind it, and everyone was like, "Who's this no name studio taking mm-hmm. on Batman?" It's like, Dark yeah, Knight how- had just come out. Exactly. It was yeah. like, oh, well, here we go. And then that comes out, and it just it completely changes the perspective of how you can make a licensed property. Arkham Asylum was amazing. All of those games are. Um, I love those especially because of the boss battles against Batman supervillains. Those are some of the best boss battles I feel uh, have come out in the last several years. So if you can, and, and I love uh, Spider-Man's uh, Rose Gallery. I think he's got oh, some of the, of the best, yeah, yeah, he's got I one of the best rosters. You know, right, yeah. yeah. He's got one of the best rosters of villains. Mm-hmm. I like his villains far more than I like the character himself. I, I'm really not that big a Spider-Man fan, oh, I, but I, I love, love his I love, villains. I love Spider-Man. So if they can make some really cool boss battles out of all these characters, your Carnages, um, your you know Rhino, uh, Electro, yeah. Vulture, mm-hmm. all, all those guys, Green Goblin, yeah, bring I it really on. Hope. Nor- Norman Osborn probably he is going to play a role in the story because he was one of the, in one of the more recent trailers. I'm not sure if Green Goblin will, but Norman Osborn was. But what, do we think? Uh, what do we think? Rocksteady's working on new oh IP or God. something mm. existing in the superhero that genre? Is, I've heard so many rumors. Um, it's got to be this year that they talk about it, right? Like it's been a long time now. It has been. It's been three years since Arkham Knight came out. Yep. And they've done. They did a it's lot of DLC. Really for been it that after. long? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But um, I remember back before Arkham Knight was announced, um, and a- after Ar- you know around when Arkham City had come out, I remember hearing for some reason there was a persisting rumor that they were going to make a big like super ambitious open world AAA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, uh, which is I I don't know if there's ever any d- 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 kernel of truth if they're even considering that. But uh, beyond that, I oh uh, them working on a Justice League game. Like I've heard that a lot. I've also heard a Silver Age Justice League, like a Same. 60s, 70s era. Oh, um, like and they, New Frontier? Yeah. Oh, That'd be fantastic. Yeah. That's been the most common rumor I've heard. Yeah. I don't um, know if that means I, oh, or, Well, besides that, a Superman game. That's the, the just a straight-up Superman game is the other really persistent rumor. Can you imagine? I, I don't know how, what degree of that is, is, is actual possibility and what degree of it is just fan hope because we've you know we've never gotten we've gotten some okay superman games but we've never gotten anything close to a great superman game and everyone really wants that and there have been some some really ambitious superman projects over the years that have been uh that have been canceled uh but yeah i they released one image of their the cast of mo uh motion capture actors doing poses and everyone's like speculating oh this could be cyborg this could be flash and everything so but yeah really we we have no idea but i I think yeah, I think a decent possibility, maybe sixty percent chance they announce it this year. I really dearly hope so. Imagine we get an E three trailer. We don't know what mm. the game is yet. Yeah, it'll be you a hear Sony's, voices talking. Sony's conference, I call it now. Sony's conference. Yeah, yeah. And they did. They announced Arkham then. At yeah. Arkham Knight at Sony's. Imagine you have the text flash across the screen. A Rocksteady production. You don't yeah. know who's talking or what they're talking about. Uh-huh. And it's a quick teaser. Maybe before minutes up. 
you see the camera pan up, and it's Superman like on top of some building. <sighs> Cape in the wind. Uh, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I just made Seth I mean, up. yeah. That's, I mean, it's <laughs> Crash Bandicoot all over the, again. In the, in the E3, tra- I love the way trailers are presented at E3. As oh, yeah. As a gamer, yeah. I eat that up. Yeah, I me love too. It. I love hype. I love marketing. Yes, I'm all fun. for. I love commercialism. So <laughs> even if it doesn't live up to the hype, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I I think it's at, fun for that moment. At, though, at, right? at this point, I yeah. I mean, Rocksteady, I think has pr- has proven themselves. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even even a game that you know can be considered in some ways kind of mildly disappointing, like Arkham Knight, is still a great like you know one of the best of the year. Oh, games. who thought that was disappointing? Uh, really? Yeah, I've, I've heard a, yeah. you know a lot of you know people. Uh, one of the common complaints is you know is there's way too much Batmobile. There's that not was enough. A big complaint. That was for me. The, 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 the finale was not entirely satisfying. I, and felt like, I felt like it was a satisfying way to round out that trilogy, but I also felt like there was no way it was going to exceed the expectations of the. F- quality of the first two games yeah yeah asylum and city yeah. because origins i don't really count yeah it wasn't right yeah, correct yeah but I, I i felt like overall it wasn't like it was what it was it yeah. was exactly what it was meant to be yeah and that's rare in games um you know yeah i i yeah there's some stuff i, I don't i about the story i don't like but um yeah, I, okay. I think it's overall it's it's it is really you know just having they did they did the open world Gotham and I thought it was a remarkable open world uh, that's it, the way it kind of took inspiration from different incarnations of Gotham City but uh, yeah uh, it, I think uh, you know Ar- Arkham City topped Asylum and I think uh, Arkham City is is by far the the best not by far but it's I think it's the best in the series personally me but too anyway I go City Asylum and the Night for those three yeah I'd agree. Um, we are getting Stay of Decay two. Not not big for me, but I know a yeah, lot maybe. of uh, I know like Adam Her will enjoy that. Um, System Shock Remastered is pretty oh, awesome. Oh yeah, that's that's a, they, that's, yeah, they, that's know, a cool before revival. Before there was Bioshock, there yes. was System Shock. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, big for me is Telltale's The Walking Dead, the final season. Hmm. I'm such a Clementine fan. I think they wrote her into such a wonderful universe and I'm not a Walking Dead fan in general for the comics or for the the TV show but man this uh Telltale's iteration just it's got me by the heartstrings so I can't wait to see how that plays out for Clementine we uh I'm into I, it I will not be tuning into that but no. just cuz I'm it's not it's, it's not be. for me we I forget if we were recording earlier when we were talking about Telltale games were we no okay we were I, just, I didn't remember me and me and Tom no. were just talking about how we we don't we're just not aren't turned on by the Telltale games just personal preference a lot of people aren't so they, a, and the walking fair. dead doesn't really grab me either but no. it was ironic cuz I'm such a horror fan but yeah no, I, I don't know that's all right to to each their own with that stuff well when it goes on for 200 issues with no end in sight it uh that's why I like this gets, there's a little bit a of finality little, uh, here much yeah I'm with you. So, lots of games quite coming year, up this quite year. year. Uh, Powerful stuff. We're not Powerful even, stuff. We're not even to E3, so we don't know uh, what else may be announced, what will be confirmed. Oh, yeah, totally. There will be more things that yeah. Yeah, we don't know about yet, so, regardless of the stuff that's not you know, we'll do, uh, down for There's uh, still the rumor of uh, Dragon Age 4, too. I forgot yes. about that one. Uh, yes. um, which is... You did mention that. It's like somewhat not confirmed, somewhat confirmed in development. It's like kind of up in the air based on what reading you do, but either way, I'm on that one. So <laughs> <laughs> just put it that way. I was not a fan of Inquisition, but hey, that's, that's shh, just me. Shh, shh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It puts me to sleep. Hold. Shh, go to sleep. Uh, what games are you most excited for? We want to hear from you. Make sure that you comment on our social media for all of that at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we'll have, uh, in the coming months, probably a pre- and post-E3 wrap-up show just uh, 
We always do an mm-hmm, annual mm-hmm. prediction show, and then we'll we'll figure out who uh, was right and wrong. And we've got to figure out last year's. That's something uh, I've oh, got we to listen to. Back to yeah, I haven't uh, revisited that, but uh, Pavlak was right on his switch sales prediction. Mm-hmm. I thought he was yeah, going to be yeah. a little bit off, but he was not. I think I lowballed that. Yeah. yeah. I th- I think so I, good job there. Uh, and then I think we all talked about our our candidate for games of the year, and I had Mass Effect Andromeda, so I was off oh, on that. Oh boy! But to be fair, <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Life comes at you wild. fast. <laughs> like, like that was obvious. But like, hey. what was I gonna pick? You know, uh, crikey, man! Un- unfortunately, Yikes. Mass Effect did not live up to the billing of its name from its three predecessors. So, uh, we've got one more segment. We've got G three trivia. When we come back, uh, we'll outro things and we'll talk about what is on the horizon right after this. Before we get to your regularly scheduled programming, I want to remind you that we have an email list that you can subscribe to for free, and we won't spam you. And you'll get constant geek updates right to your inbox. Check it out on thegeekiverse.com. All right, let's get to the show. Welcome back to Geek Scott Game. Final segment here. Seth, Pavlak, Tom, I'm Josiah. We've got, we got through a lot today. Uh But one last thing, the 2018 edition of G3 Trivia. So... You heard the rules. Basically, we're going to rotate this throughout the year. Um, and this year, we really should keep track. So thank you, Tom. Uh, but I'm going to ask the question today, a four-part multiple-choice question. If I stump the room, I get the point. Whoever gets the question right gets a point. So you all could theoretically end up with points. tallied throughout the year, and whoever is the year that wins at the end is, is, is the champion. Yes. The champion. Okay. All right. Which of the following games was not developed by Rare? We talked about Sea of Thieves earlier and Rare's <coughs> comeback. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. So, which game was not developed by Rare? A, The Amazing Spider-Man, which was on the nineteen. In, it was made in nineteen ninety for the Game Boy, the original Game Boy. I think I have that game. Well, but is it. it a Rare game? Sure. That's the question. B. It was not good. Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run, nineteen ninety six SNES. C, Wayne Gretzky's Hockey 1995, SNES 1995. Or D, Banjo-Kazooie Grunty's Revenge, Game Boy Advance 2003. Can I I look up the answer on the internet? You cannot. Oh, okay. You cannot. So, So, it was Amazing Spider-Man, Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run, Wayne Gretzky's Hockey 1995, Banjo-Kazooie Grunty's Revenge, which was not developed by Rare. If you're playing along at home, I don't know how to keep score. I'm sorry. <laughs> the gents are thinking. The gents are thinking. Seth's pen doesn't work. Yeah, it does not. It's not my pen. <laughs> Pavlov's so laughing evilly. I got it to work, Tom. Get oh. Oh. Now I have two puns. All All right. Right. We'll take your Colbert report and shove it. It's Colbert. No, it is Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Stop me. Everyone ready? Yeah. yeah. I'm ready. What is? Are you just going to say what it is? Wait, yeah. No, I want to go around the room, but we're oh, not going to okay. say if it's right or wrong. Okay, so, Seth, we'll start with you. I'm Which s- game was not? I'm saying A, because Amazing Spider-Man for Game Boy, I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a game I had, and it was not a good game, and I, don't, I can't see Rare making a game that bad if it's the game that I'm thinking of. So I said A. Okay. Amazing Spider-Man. Um, Pavlok? I may have overthought this. <laughs> <laughs> I said Banjo Kazooie's uh, Grunty's Revenge because I don't feel like Rare was. 
I don't think obviously Rare made Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie, but I don't remember them ever doing a 2D game for like Game Boy and that. Okay, so you say Banjo Kazooie? I think they. I think Nintendo mm-hmm. would have pawned that off onto some you know no name develop yeah, yeah, yeah some small developer back then. Hmm. Uh, Tom, I also went with the D Banjo Kazooie. Okay, I'm just tailing up here. I'm gonna try to keep the questions, maybe bring them up at the end of the year instead okay. of trying to yeah. sift through the old podcast. The, the sports games sound out of place to me, yeah. but there's two of them, so one of them you know, at least has to be right. I'm or, almost I, positive they did, they do, did so. the Ken Griffey one. Yeah. That sounds familiar. I feel like I think because it was, we talked about Spider-Man, he wouldn't pick Spider-Man. That was some nice thing. <laughs> right, so Tom I, also I went with Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, JoJo's getting a point. Oh! No! Wayne Gretzky. They made that. See, I figured I'd have you on that, but... When you when I said Wayne Gretzky, like you like smiled at me, Pavlok, and I was like, <laughs> Maybe he's got Oh it. no, he knows, <laughs> he knows, and I was like, crap, I forgot that ho- Pavlok's also a hockey fan. Uh, and so it's that it's Wayne Gretzky. I saw Banjo Kazooie earlier. I saw Grunty's Revenge, and I'm like, that doesn't really sound like. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's kind of jerk <laughs> out there. Oh man, I'm so happy. All right, so good, good stuff job. For me. Uh, good job. We'll see what happens next week or uh, <sighs> next month. I'm not keeping score. <laughs> Everybody betray me. Everybody betray me. You are my future wife. I'm fed up with this trivia. <laughs> you said you are my best friend. Uh, all right. Wrapping up here, we'll go around uh, the room here. Where can we find everybody on social media? Tom, you are new to Twitter. Oh, yes. Oh, I very ha- good. I have to pull out oh. my phone to see what my... What was it called? The I handle? Was, is what, it what Tom are my, ha- my handlebars? Hold on. Your <laughs> handlebars, two of them. Uh, yeah. anyway, we'll, go, we'll start with Seth. Okay, I'll look it up. <laughs> for uh, Let's do that. Sorry. What, uh, yeah. What's going on in the Geekiverse? What uh, what can you plug? Well, uh, right now I don't think there's uh, anything uh, f- about to about to drop that I've been working on, but uh, we may or may not have a uh, new PlayStation centric series coming that we might be trying out a bit of a PlayStation retrospective uh, series. Uh, me and Joe will be getting together on that and see what we can put together there. But uh, other than that, you can uh, just follow me. Uh, on Twitter at Cap Americanski, uh, both uh, retweeting and posting video game and movie related things, and waxing nostalgic about the past and waxing poetic about the future. Lots of wax, folks. He's mm. a candle maker. Pavlock <laughs> <laughs> at Jeffrey Pavs on Twitter. That's right. What's going on? You got a lot going on at the Geekiverse right now. Oh, he's got a lot going on. Um, continuing my uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling column, Strong Style for All. We got two events coming up this weekend, Friday and Saturday nights, which is like Thursday and Friday nights here in America because Japan, like 13 hours ahead of time or something wild like that. Yeah. Um, so I'll Japan. have a new column up uh, early next week covering those two events. And then uh, we're still hoping for May, the release of book one in The Legend of Light, Echoes of Light, the first novel in my high fantasy trilogy. Can't wait. Yeah. Woo! Can't wait. Counting down. Uh, hopefully we'll have that for Nickel City. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Nickel City Comics. Yeah, uh, if you Comic-Con. like Legend of Zelda, Chronicles of Narnia, those kind of high fantasy series, I think you'll dig this. Lord That's of the Rings? I, oh, yeah. Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings always has a little bit of inspiration behind every high fantasy story. I don't care what it is. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Mr. Tom, I we found your it. Twitter. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. I had to download the app quick. I, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I tagged you in an article. I, I, like, I put your link in for your Twitter. I hope it's you. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's at uh, Tom underscore Colbert. That's okay. it. Oh, great. A new, a new, a new geek, a new, a new underscore cool. man over here. Yeah. Told us, uh, on the Black Panther podcast, and I was uh, like, "Yeah, yep." He's keeping the underscore. Can't get away from it. I don't know. Got a lot. Um, you uh, reviewed something that came out today. By the time this is out, uh, Dynasty Warriors Nine review will be out. Mm-hmm. Uh, check that out. 
And um, what else have coming up soon? Some video game reviews well, for lots of video some game stuff, stuff coming up. Some indie PS4 titles we've uh, got. I got some some secret projects in the works too. So Whoa, awesome. Stay, stay tuned. <laughs> so, can't wait uh, to hear and see everything that's going on there. Secret. Secret. Uh, I am at Josiah D. Leroy on Twitter, and uh, you can find me usually tweeting about either the Buffalo Sabres or Star Wars. <sighs> Hopefully not the Sabres too much longer. That season is <laughs> thankfully almost over with. One of the worst in, in the modern era. But uh, Star Wars lives on. There's no shortage of that. <laughs> so uh, I've been doing a lot of video work. Uh, you can check out also my written review for the game that I plugged earlier called Samsara. That's S-A-M-S-A-R-A. Uh, that is at thegeekiverse.com, one of the best indie platformers I've played in some time. Actually, probably ever. It's so based on Sammy B, our own Sammy B, right? It is. Oh, man. It is. That's it's a, great. It's Finally, her story gets told. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Story of how she got those uh, angel wings on her back. The angel wings, um, well, the, the eye surgery she had to go through. It's <laughs> very authentic. Her Forrest Whitaker phase, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love you, Sam. It's now over. See, yeah. I didn't know where to go with that, so I'm glad you took it there. That I just good. went it in a hopefully a not hurtful way. <laughs> I hope she'll punch us. It's okay. <laughs> uh, every Monday, I've got a video on our YouTube channel called Geek Bits. It's just a quick fun fact about random things. Again, usually Star Wars. Next week, it's going to be about Pixar's Coco and some of the behind-the-scenes work on the mm. musicianship for the guitars. Mm. Uh, oh. And also, uh, my wife Lauren will release a video called Geek on Fleek, which is her showing how to do the cosplay makeup for uh, Lady Imelda, Mama Imelda, excuse me, from, from Coco. She's I saw a, really a picture of that. It looks fantastic. Yeah. That was a one and only try at it. And she's like, oh, it's so sloppy. I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I, can't, I can't draw a straight line. <laughs> and you, you just did that. So <laughs> she, uh, she did a great job at that. You can check us out. Uh, I'm going to run through all our social media real quick. Uh, thank you very much for getting us to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. Woo! yeah. You came through for us when we needed you, and uh, we want to return the favor. Tell us what kind of content you want to see at youtube.com slash thegeekiverse. We enjoy making it, and we hope you enjoy watching it. So stick around for that. You can find all our podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, and at our website, thegeekiverse.com. Social media on Twitter. We have an underscore there, just like Tom. We are at the underscore geekiverse. <laughs> We're trying to get rid of the underscore. That's we a, yeah. We don't like the underscore. I even messaged the I can owner change of the it. I mean, I only have like four followers. So. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're going to be remembered as the guy who had the underscore. It's going to be a whole thing. Just, you might as well just At least it. I'll have a name for myself. It's all about the brand, Tom. <laughs> all right. Um, Instagram, we're uh, building that up. We've got a giveaway going on. Across, oh, it's, sorry, it's on Twitter. I'm all over the place here. Anyway, uh, Facebook.com slash the Geekiverse. We, uh, we thank you very much for tuning into this podcast. We hope to to have you tune back in next month, but there's a new podcast from the Geekiverse every week. Seth sometimes appears on The Memory Machine, which is nostalgia-based geekdom. Certainly so. Everything, Exciting uh, times. Everything that you, you can think of. We just had an odyssey through the through the journey of uh, pre-2008 superhero movies, so, uh, oof. I want to hear the director's cut of that one. <laughs> that one? No. No, I didn't even... I don't even want the regular cut. There's a unpleasant conversation about Man of Steel at the end that I prefer to, not to get out. <laughs> I love every bit of it. Unpleasant is a nice way to put it. <laughs> so for, for Seth, for Pavlock, for Tom, I'm Josiah. Thanks again for listening. Last thought of the night, you can support us at our Patreon. That goes a long way. It keeps the lights on. That's patreon.com slash thegeekiverse for as little as $1 a month. We'll catch you all next month. May the force be with you. Happy gaming. Love you. Bye. Pavlock. Creep. <laughs>